The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Trust the process. Do you respect the process? Welcome back, processors. This is your one and only host. At least for today. Uh, hopefully, Ryan will be feeling better. He's uh, a little under the weather uh, for this episode. Uh, he's been dealing some uh, other family member uh, health issues. And uh, so, first off, off the top, I know you all will be with me in this. Let's hope Ryan and uh, anyone else out there that is uh, dealing with some sickness gets the uh, medical attention and uh, gets back on their feet as soon as possible because none of us want to feel sick, especially when uh, we got Thanksgiving coming up here. So, yeah, let's all do our part as we've been doing. Like we said here, we're on processing. We're uh, pro-mask, right? We're uh, pro-beneficial uh, health for all included, you know what I mean? We're, we're supposed to be working in the, uh, all this together, and uh, hopefully you all feel the same way as me. Um, I don't think that's too confrontational or controversial, do you? If so, you can hit me up. Let me know. Uh, Finchb1984 at... No, is that it? Bfinch1984? Maybe it's Bfinch1984. That's a problem. I use too many of these things. (laughs) trying to give you my uh, uh, Gmail account as Finchb1984 at Gmail. Uh, Hit me up on Twitter at Bfinch1984 twitter so there we go yeah so uh hosting this thing by myself again so you're gonna uh, have to stick by me here as uh still working on getting used to hearing myself talk all by myself no one else around it's all right i guess uh it could have been better this weekend um we had some unexpected outcomes um I mean, it made for good football at times, but this, uh, sometimes it's just downright ugly. Um, not really sure where to start, so uh, I guess I'll try and pick out what was definitely the biggest upset of uh, the Week 12 week that was in college football. Oklahoma taking down OK State. Uh, thought, thought the Cowboys were going to have a better defensive uh, you know, outcome in this game. Oklahoma, 41-13 is just, that's not even close. I, I don't know how many people would have predicted that. Uh, Spencer Sanders struggles, uh, takes three sacks in the game, has a pick, only 97 yards. Um, you know, his relief is a much better. So, the real rough outing for the Cowboys. Uh, Chuba Hubbard had a pretty decent day on the ground, but when you're getting slaughtered like that, there's there's no point in running. So, you know, he, he loses his touches uh, just due to uh, pace of game. You know what I mean? Uh, Spencer Rayler, fantastic day. Uh, his first ever Bedlam game. He goes 17 of 24, 3 of 1, 4 touchdowns. Was sacked three times, but didn't throw any picks. So, you know, 
it's a good outing on that part. Um, Stevenson on the ground for um, Oklahoma has a good day. Ramondre Stevenson uh, on the day. Let's see here. He goes. Let's see here. Twenty six for one forty one. Uh, no touchdowns, but I mean a very very productive day for him on the ground. Receiving for Oklahoma, Marvin Mintz has quite the day as a freshman. Uh, he's a 5'11 prospect uh, uh, player. I'm sorry, uh, 177 pounds. Comes from Frisco, Texas. So right down there by my boy, Rye. Uh, three catches, 65 yards on the ground. So Bedlam was, uh, it was rough, guys. Um but good on Oklahoma getting off the mat for a, a big game like that. And uh, it's positive to see that stuff like that after, you know, not getting up to the start that they were looking for. So not surprised at all considering what Lincoln Riley has done those last few years. Uh, another team that gets off the mat this week, which is good to see, is Georgia. Uh, Georgia wasn't sure what they were going to be able to do. They've had a couple of down weeks. So I was like, all right, uh, Georgia, you know, time to prove yourself a little bit here. Uh, you know, time time to show us what uh, we thought we had with you. So the encouraging thing was uh, it it wasn't their brand uh, running game that got it done. It was quarterback JT Daniels. Uh, JT Daniels steps into this game, completes 28 of 38 passes, 401 yards, uh, that's a 73 completion percentage with four touchdowns, no picks to go with it. That is a great uh, debut game for uh, JT Daniels. JT Daniels is a 6'3", 210 sophomore out of Irving, or Irvine, California. Uh, the run game was not existent for Georgia. Really, really rough. Uh, Zamir White... Uh, Toast to rock 11 times for only 21 yards. Not a single rushing touchdown for anyone on the team. Um, really, like I said, it was the it was the passing game. And uh, receiving on the other side uh, for Georgia there was uh, Jermaine Burton, freshman wide receiver. He's six foot 195. He comes out of Calabasas, California, and he uh, you know had a de- a great debut game kind of in a way. He's played all year, but nothing like this for the eight for 197 and two touchdowns. Very, very impressive from the freshman. So it's the young guys getting it done for Georgia here uh, against Mississippi State. The Bulldogs did not have uh, the outcome they were looking for. You know, kept it close, but I'm sure if USM, that's not what they were after. Uh, they started a freshman as well at quarterback. Uh, Will Rogers, 6'2", 205. He comes from Brandon, Mississippi. And uh, he goes 20, or I'm sorry, 41 of 52, 336. That's 78 completion percentage uh, on one touchdown. So massive yardage, but uh, not too many touchdowns to show for it. And uh, it was it was cleanup duty for uh, Johnson, running back Dylan Johnson. Uh, a freshman as well, uh, six foot, two fifteen. He kind of just did the goal line work, you know. Punched the ball in after uh, driving the ball down the field through the air. 
So Georgia gets uh, the win there, gets back in the win column. That's good to see. Uh, after a week of hyping up Liberty, I am sorry to say that Liberty no more is undefeated. The Liberty finally picks up their first loss on the year. And uh, my boy Willis, whew, not a great game for him. Malik Willis struggles big time in this outing. Uh, tough sliding going against the SEC, NC State defense. Completes uh, only 13 passes at 32 attempts. It's a woeful 40% per, uh, percent completion percentage. And uh, he did have two touchdowns, but three picks to go along with it. Was sacked three times. Uh, let's see what he did on the ground. Uh, 49 yards on the ground. Uh, the running back, uh, Willis. Um, I'm sorry. That's Malik Willis. I clicked on Malik Willis again. Mac. Uh, Mac on the ground. Goes, uh, what do you do here? Only 49 yards. Yeah, 12 carries to 49 yards. So Liberty struggles uh, against the Wolfpack. You know, Wolfpack's perennial, perennially a uh, much better football program. Uh, in this game, uh, they had a great rushing attack. Uh, that's what really kind of drove the offense for them. Zonovan White, I'm sorry, Zonovan Knight is a uh, sophomore, 5'11", 206. And uh, he carried the ball 14 times, 96 yards for two touchdowns. And uh, he had a running back teammate, uh, Person. Uh, Person Jr., let's see here. He goes 14 carries, 83 yards. So Ricky Person Jr. is a junior. He's 6'1", uh, 215, comes from Wake Forest, North Carolina. So, you know, local prospect. And uh, not not much going on through the air. Um, sprinkled the ball around pretty well. Uh, Hockman was the man for uh, under center for the Wolfpack. Uh, Bailey Hockman is 6'2", 200 pounds. He comes from Powder Springs, Georgia. And he didn't have to do much today uh, because it was a low-scoring affair. The NC State takes down Liberty 15-14. USC took on U uh, Utah last uh, on Saturday. They had a good game after me talking some serious smack. <laughs> uh, Slovis, oh, oh boy. Slovis has a pretty good game, I guess. 24-35, 264, uh, two touchdowns, one interception. You know, kind of an average outing for what I I feel is a kind of average quarterback. You know, nothing too great to look at there for uh, Slovis. Uh, Utah played Bentley under center. Uh, Jake Bentley, 6'4". 220 pounds. He's a senior. In this game, he goes 16 of 28 for 171 yards, one touchdown, two picks. So rough outing for Bentley. Uh, there really is anyone else offensively for Utah that stands out, and they were not a match for USC's offense. Um, we had a couple of postponements that are probably worth noting. Uh, Clemson, Florida, Charlotte, Marshall, Central Arkansas, Louisiana, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Texas, Kansas, Georgia Tech, Miami. Uh, I know we covered all of those, but it, it's just to put in perspective um, just kind of what we're dealing with here. 
there's there's always every week there's a handful of games taken off the schedule that are just tough to see. It's just this year's just been long and I mean kudos to all the administrators who are helping to get this done to get this to the finish line, but as we get closer and closer to the end of the college football season, it's it's kind of hard to imagine any sort of uh, pl- uh, playoff scenario happening. But if it does happen, uh, one name I do know that will be playing in that uh, playoffs uh, is Ohio State. And you can't talk Ohio State without talking about Justin Fields. Justin Fields is, in fact, human. After toting how great he's been, how efficient he's been, his completion percentage, his lack of interceptions are all things that are are very noteworthy when talking about Justin Fields. An incredibly effective quarterback, very efficient and smart. But in this game against Indiana, while he gets the W, guiding his Buckeyes to a 42-35 win, he made some horrible decisions on the field. I was able to watch all this game. Um, as a Michigan fan, I will always watch when Ohio State's got a good test just to get a little bit of satisfaction because I know a couple weeks down the road they'll be handing it to my team pretty easily. So I I get what I can get out of these games. Uh, In this game, though, Justin Fields, 18 of 30, 300 yards, uh, 60 completion percentage, which is obviously his lowest of the season. Uh, it's, he it averaged 10 yards. He had two touchdowns, but three picks, and those picks were ugly, especially the third one. Uh, third one comes on third down, third and five. Uh, I think they were on their side of the field, on the negative side of the field still. Uh, so really, you're looking, you're looking for your quarterback, you know, you're the leader of your offense to to be smart enough or just aware enough, I guess, just to say aware enough to know that it's not a bad idea to just hold on to that ball, take a sack, and not do anything foolish. Well, instead, Justin Fields just needed to make a play. You know, I'm a Bills fan. I'm used to seeing Josh Allen do this kind of stuff from time to time. The the hero ball. You got to be careful with the hero ball, guys. Uh, So Justin Fields, as he's going to the turf, I mean, he's literally – like a foot or two away from being down, and he just chucks his ball up into the air. I have no idea what he was thinking. And uh, the Indiana safety just runs underneath it. And that kind of changed the momentum of the game, and that gets me over to talk about Indiana. What an impressive effort out of the Indiana Hoosiers. I'm not sure if you caught uh, the post-game uh, press not press conference, but uh, locker room speech that uh, the Indiana coach delivered. But man, it it was got me ready to uh, run through a wall. And and like I, I said, leading into this game was that this coach is he's different. He's got these Hoosiers believing. And uh, if I had a quarterback like Penix Jr. Um, playing for me, I I would be pretty excited too. So uh, my man, Michael Penix Jr. He's the a six three. 218 sophomore, uh, the lefty. I love I love the lefty quarterbacks. They're fun. Uh, puts a little you know different spin on the ball. It's good to see the different angles that you get when uh, trying to uh, have the video cameras take a look at a quarterback. You know what I mean? They're 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 gonna take on different um, 
lines of sight. So that's it's it's a fun watch. Uh, on the day, he goes 27 of 51, 491 yards. Uh, his lowest completion percentage, or second lowest completion percentage of the season, of 52. Had a, his best average though on the year. He averaged 9.6 yards per attempt. They were letting, really, uh, really letting him guide that offense, really drive that ball down the field. Uh, they weren't doing anything on the ground. So if, if Penix Jr. doesn't um, take the chances and, and really read the field as well as he did, uh, they wouldn't have stood a chance in this game. It was, it was a really good effort. He gets five touchdowns on the day. He only had one interception and took two sacks. It, I was very impressed with Penix Jr. And, and, and I like the idea that he's a sophomore. So he's going to have you know another year to, to, to really grow and uh, show what he can do. And um, I, 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 I'm not sure where I feel right now about him going forward as an NFL prospect. He'll, he'll get a chance to play. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm excited to watch, I guess, is how I'll just phrase that for now. Is I'm just excited to see where he goes from here. Uh, one guy that I'm, pr- I'm ready to add to the my guy list, especially after back-to-back 200-yard games, our man Freifogel. My goodness, Ty Freifogel, you know him, you love him. The 6'2", 214 senior, plays way bigger than 6'2", even though you know 6'2 is not small at all. But, man, it's just so fun to watch this guy, the, the way he uses his body. Body control is excellent, uh, can play the ball well in the air, challenges defenders in that aspect. You know, it really gives does a good job of, you know, judging the ball and, and um, taking it at its apex. You know, it's it's great to watch a guy, you know, stay four years, grow every single year, and just continue to perform um, at a high level, Get out, uh, uh, achieving new heights every year. You know what I mean? Uh, seven catches, 218 yards in the day, and three, count them, three touchdowns. Ty Freifogel was my player of the game for this one. He just, he gave such a spark to that team. You could see how the team kind of rallied around him and Penix Jr. And just, they got them believing, they got them feeling themselves. And, uh, uh I am glad that Michigan is done with them, although they already did blow us out. I, I don't, I don't want to think about who's going to be taking on the Hoosiers next because they're coming, man. They are fired up. Um, I, I'm pretty sure the Buckeye Nation is, you know, wiping their brows a little bit after watching that game saying, all right, we got out of it. Uh, a lot of stuff to clean up. Definitely didn't play their best. So uh, let, let, well, Buckeyes, I'm not worried about them at all. You know, Indiana's good, man. I'm, I'm really not saying that it's too much of what the Hoosiers, you know, you know, they didn't overachieve more than I think that they played about as good as they can play. You know, a little bit of improvement, maybe a little few less mistakes here and there. But really, uh, a lot of times that's going to get you over the hump. It's just the Buckeyes are tough, man. They're so talented, so deep. So hats off to them. Um, we'll talk about Kyle Trask now and the Florida Gators. 38-17 over Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt drops to 0-7. Nobody's all that surprised there. It's pretty rough, but it is what it is. Uh, Kyle Trask on the day, 26 of 35, 383, and three touchdowns. This boy just keeps dealing, man. He just keeps dealing. He he understands, 
coverage is and he understands you know moving in the pocket and he's patient and he he gets through his reads and he delivers with touch and and he knows how to drive the ball at times too it's just great to see this guy grow into the leader and and the man that he is right now you know putting himself out there in the draft community as probably no worse than QB5 um a guy that really you know wasn't talked enough about probably leading into this year but now I'm I'm sure many eyes are are tuning in every Saturday to catch the Florida Gators. Uh his fellow teammate Gator teammate of uh, Kadarius Tony has a heck of a game. Uh you know, Tony's that playmaker, man. He he's just so shifty. You you give him a chance, uh give him the ball early, give him a chance to play in space and the guy is uh, great with the ball in his hands. One of those shifty uh, very, you know, nimble on his feet kind of guys, and he's tough to bring down. And he, he finally has a, a over a hundred yard game. Um, not to anything of detriment to him earlier in the season. You know, I don't think that he was really the reason that he wasn't going over a hundred yards. It's just he he plays a, a specific role, and uh, you know, a lot of times those guys they don't reach a hundred yards, but uh, this game he does, hauling in six catches for 107 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, Tony um, filling in big time while uh, Pitts is sitting out still, you know, dealing with the injury, the start tight end. And, uh, you know, there's there's some other guys, you know, stepping in there. You got Gamble stepping in. You got Shorter stepping in. You got Copeland stepping in. You know, all these guys are, are contributing in the receiving game. It's fun to see. Uh, that, that team's really good. And um, they're going to be taking on Alabama, I think, in the next couple of weeks here. So that's going to be – just an epic game, a must-tune-in game, and uh, one that, uh, you know, everyone normally tunes in, but this one's going to have a little more spark than previous years, I think. Um, it <laughs> We'll just get this out of the way. Kentucky has absolutely demolished, uh, or Alabama absolutely demolished Kentucky, 63-3. to uh, Not much to talk about there other than Alabama was really good, and they will be playing in the playoffs as long as there is a playoffs. So instead, let's talk about the epic comeback from Cincinnati taking down UCF. Uh, when we had our good friend Matt Jan- Johnson on with me on Thursday, uh, your Friday show, we were talking about how, you know, with, where are the upsets coming? It's it's fun to see upsets in college. That's a big part of it. And uh, I said, you know, UCS, one of those teams, man. It's one of those football programs. It's not having kind of the year that they're used to. You know they're they're not bad. They're they're struggling a little bit, but they're they're sneaky. And uh, for most of this game, they really had them on their uh, they had them on their heels, man. Uh, the Bearcats were came out super flat. It felt like, and uh, UCF just jumped all over them. Uh, they went into the half. Um, they I'm sorry. They went in the second quarter up fourteen to three, but then uh, Cincinnati rolls off sixteen, and. Uh, to UCF's three in the second quarter. So then, you know, they go in 19-17 to 17 at half winning. But it's not close, and they're not playing great. And then the third, UCF once again takes the lead, and then uh, it comes down to the, the fourth quarter, and uh, Cincinnati stays strong down the stretch. Uh, our man, old man Ritter, old man Ritter, Desmond Ritter goes uh, – <laughs> has a pretty good day going 21-32, 338 yards. He uh, completed that 65% of his passes, 
with two touchdowns and uh there's an average of 10 on the year so junior quarterback uh from louisville kentucky is uh you know ritter he's 6'4 he's 215 he's very um Sneaky athletic at being at six four. They uh he ran the ball fourteen times in this game for fifty seven yards. So um two of those go for touchdowns and uh it, it a lot of that is just, you know, the zone run scheme. They do a lot of zone run and um he was taking advantage of um misplays on the edges there and it's something you gotta you gotta stay strong and realize where you are in your containment and stuff like that. So uh Kudos to him. Kudos to the Bearcat Bearcats staying undefeated, and uh, they have a you know good chance here of having a, a look at a undefeated season. Uh, just a few more games left in the season to go. So um, instead, now let's uh, flip over to uh, Northwestern staying undefeated, taking down Wisconsin. Uh, they were number nineteen coming into this game, and now they will probably be. Hopefully higher than Wisconsin, who came in at 10, because uh, Wisconsin looked bad in this game. Uh, Mertz struggles. Uh, Grant Nert, um, Graham Mertz, after having such good games against Illinois and, and an okay game against Michigan, uh, rebounds for a good yardage day, 230 yards, um, but he throws three picks in this game, and it was a real detriment. Uh, it was it was it was not what the uh, Badgers needed to uh, take down a, a, a well coached um, feisty Northwestern team. You know Northwestern once again is led by Patrick Ramsey, uh, quarterback. He goes twenty three of forty four for two hundred yards, and um, it was a lot of uh, turnover and and defensive struggle that got uh, you know Northwestern over the hump here. And I'm I'm not too surprised. Like I said, they're they're well coached. You know, they they come out every week and they're real tough to take down. So I am not surprised that that was the kind of outcome that uh, we ended up seeing. So it's good to see Northwestern being good. Uh, you know, the Badgers will bounce back. I think it wasn't a, a their best outing, but you know, it may be a, a good time to grow, good time to learn, and um. I, I think that's uh, about all it for uh, this week's recap show. Uh, I was going to do something else, but uh, with having Ryan out, I feel like uh, we'll, we'll save some of that because uh, we, we need to get back into our My Guys list. Uh, we need to get back into our uh, top five. We did the top five so far uh, positions of quarterback and running back and tight end and wide out. Uh, we need to do top five at you know offensive tackle offensive guard center uh to wrap up offense and uh we need to uh, expand we need to get the defense we haven't had any defensive players yet that you know they're they're playing on saturdays too we can't just talk about offense although it's a lot of fun to keep talking about offensive but i know you guys you guys love defense too so all right uh yeah this this week was uh, a a little you know dropped on me i know i'm Doing a lot of stumbling here. Uh, it's been a, a long day. I, I myself was actually doing a little bit of a headache issue, so uh, maybe my concentration's a little out of whack. So maybe we all just need to regroup. That's what after uh, you know some sickness and some um, you know 
more postponements and bad news around. We we all need to refocus, re-energize, get some good sleep, and uh, we'll come back and we'll attack this hard as we head into the. Well, let's see. This is the final stretch of the SEC games. Um, I know the other teams still have a few more weeks left. This is such a unique year. You know, normally Thanksgiving time, we're talking about the last week of the year, talking about uh, who's going to be playing in what bowl games, you know, at, at the end of December and beginning of January. You know, normally we're wrapping up, but we're, we're not quite there yet, which is good. I'm not complaining. Uh, I will say right now, real quick, uh, a plug to um, our other podcast, Crafting and Drafting, that Ryan and I do with our good friend Kyle Ranny. Um, we did the Thanksgiving Things Draft. Thanksgiving things draft. Check that out. That was a whole lot of fun. Check out our other episodes too. You know, we come up. It's a bi-weekly show. Uh, I will say right now that we're gonna have a little bit of a hiatus for a couple of weeks here during the Thanksgiving season. So check out this one episode, and um, you know, follow us on Spotify, and uh, obviously you can listen there. Listen at the network website at www.bicbp-radio.com for all the other great network shows including crafting and drafting and kyle's show spread those wings and our good friends at the two-point conversation as well as so many other fantastic shows we're growing every year and uh every month and it seems like even every day so uh yeah keep checking us out oh and of course uh ryan um i don't think we've had anyone yet uh get his six dollars right he's up to six i think uh six dollars for giving a review on the apple podcast if you want to do that you know giant um drop us a line you know as they say back in the day or write us a review give us a you know positive review hopefully um maybe not specifically this episode but just myself but uh you know, all of our episodes overall, right? There's more than just this one, and then there's more than just the next one. We're uh, hanging in there. We're going to be a yearly show, even uh, when college football is not in, you know, full force. So uh, for Ryan, who I hope is feeling better, and I hope he will be back as soon as possible and to uh, help me, you know, dive through the rest of these uh, college football games. And um, anyone else out there that's dealing with some sickness, uh, and, you know, and being separated from your family on Thanksgiving or, you know, doing whatever you can. Just let's all be thankful for all the good things we've had in this year. It, I know it hasn't been a great year, but let's really try and stay positive. Find the good stuff. Try and, you know, think of something that small you can do for someone to uh, maybe better their week here as we head into the thankful Thanksgiving day that uh, is going to be a little different with COVID, but it is what it is. We're all going to get through this together. Uh, thank, thank you for tuning in once again to the Processing the Process. Hope you all enjoy your Thanksgiving. And until next time, keep on processing that process. Do you trust the process? Respect the process. Come on, get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys, here's the situation. 
Two minutes left, zero timeouts, down by a touchdown. We gotta drive 75 yards. All right, we can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.